Let's move on to Matthew chapter 23. Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. All things, therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, observe and do, but don't do their works. For they say, and don't do. For they bind heavy burdens that are grievous to be borne and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not lift a finger to help them. But they do all their works to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge their fringes of their garments and love the places of honor at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, the salutations in the marketplaces, and to be called Rabbi, Rabbi by men. But you are not to be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and all of you are brothers. Call no man on the earth your father, for one is your father who is in heaven. Neither be called masters, for one is your master, the Christ. For he who is greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and as pretense you make long prayers. Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut up the kingdom of heaven against me, against men, for you don't enter in yourselves, neither do you allow those who are entering in to enter. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel around by sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he becomes one, you make him twice as much a son of Gehenna as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, Whoever swears by the temple, it is nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obligated. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? And whoever swears by the altar, it is nothing, but whoever swears by the gift that is on it, he is obligated. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift? He who therefore swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. He who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who has been living in it. He who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits on it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint, dill, and cumin, and have left undone the weightier matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. But you ought to have done these and not have left the other undone, you blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within, they are full of extortion and unrighteousness. You blind Pharisee, first clean the outs inside of the cup and of the platter, that its outside may become clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitened tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but inwardly are full of 
dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and iniquity. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you build the tombs of the prophets, and you decorate the tombs of the righteous, and say, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we wouldn't have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Therefore you testify to yourselves that you are children of those who killed the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your fathers. You serpents, you offspring of vipers, how will you escape the judgment of Gehenna? Therefore, behold, I send to you prophets, wise men, and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city, that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth, and from the blood of the righteous able to the blood of Zacharias and Barakiah, whom you killed between the sanctuary and the altar. Most certainly, I tell you, all these things will come upon this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I would have gathered your children together, even as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will not see me from now on until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Wow. So much condemnation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Means like, damn. You know, Jesus pronouncing this curse on scribes and on Pharisees, on theologians and on practical priests. You know, these are people who teach the law. Scribes are, are experts in the law. You know, they are the ones who interpret it, who study it, who spend their whole lives, you know, just reading and reading and reading and reading, you know, like, you know, theologians, people who do PhDs in the Bible. And the Pharisees, they're practical uh, theologians. They're people who think of ways to live it out. You know, how do we apply this? You know, how do we live out the laws of God in our own lives that really display how good God's law is? But Jesus says to them, you guys are cursed whoa <laughs> you know and not just because you are misled but that you mislead others you like to look good while doing evil so jesus very very i mean you really have to almost think of an equivalent today to get just how shocking it is for jesus to say a whole chapter of woes to all these experts in the Bible. That's who they are. You know, Cambridge, we have the divinity faculty of Jesus pronounce a woe on that. Tyndale House, which produces, you know, translations of the Bible of Jesus pronounce a woe on that. And in terms of, you know, Pharisees think of the most evangelical, <laughs> the FIC. <laughs> I'm going to get into so much trouble for saying all these things. But, you know, I think, I think the most godly the most godly people in these places would would almost want to think. I, I mean, I think of this in terms of you know Chinese church, <laughs> you know, uh, say COCM, and therefore the Chinese church here in Cambridge. This kind of like hand in hand of teaching the Bible and living it out. People who have that authority and that position and that privilege, who misuse it. So they have 
they sit on Moses' seat, so they have this privilege. They're speaking from the, all the authority of Moses, the prophet. But the things they tell you to do, you know, look at it, but they themselves don't do it. They say, you have to do this, but they don't actually do the things that they say you're supposed to do. My dad used to have this saying, leadership by example, do what I tell you to do, don't do what I do. <laughs> and there's a lot of that going around. You know, um, unfortunately, you know, um, Asian countries have a reputation for people who go into politics people who want to be career politicians, who do so not for the best interest of the people, but to get ahead, to get business contracts, to be respected. You know, it's, it's a sign of prestige to be a, you know, to have a title to your name. And it, you know, imagine what, how good it would be, you know, if the people who led us, especially in the churches, were people who were just practically applying everything that he asked everyone else to do just consistent i guess but i guess it's also the true that you know the more privilege you have the more power you have the more opportunity you have to abuse it it's kind of sad you know i you know I, you know i mentioned all these examples i know i i think you know um it's great that we have faithful leaders, and I think we do have them in the Chinese church, in COCM, in Tyndale House, in Cambridge University, yes, and even in my church, all of them, they are faithful and they're consistent. But because you want to be consistent, we have to watch ourselves. There's, there's a reason Jesus intentionally attacks these religious leaders, because there's always a temptation. And I think the most godly of leaders realize that and want to almost be transparent and want to be accountable because of this privilege and this possible temptation and this condemnation that Jesus speaks to them. So anyway, so it's, it's, so it's not just doing wrong, but it's looking good while doing wrong. So there's this, this is really worth looking up. You know, they make their phylacteries broad and enlarge their fringes. Let's see if the, the footnotes have anything. Phylacteries, or tefillin in Hebrew, are small leather pouches that some Jewish men wear on their foreheads and in their arm in prayer. And they used to carry a small scroll with scripture in it. So it's actually literally a small box. And then it's with leather straps. So they tie on their heads and they tie it on their arms because God says, you know, it's supposed to wear it on your heads and near your heart. Hence, so they wear it on their arms. And you see these straps going all around their arms. And in these tiny boxes is actually a written out pieces of the Bible to show that literally God's word is close to their heads and in their hearts. And so they intentionally make these things look very big. So everyone can see, oh, this is someone who really, really loves God's word. And the equivalent would be, I don't know, carrying around a Don Carson book or uh, an ESV study Bible, which I love, which I think is fantastic. But I remember it, it, sometimes it can be a status, you know, you go to Bible study and then you open up your ESV study Bible and you say, Don Carson said this. <laughs> and to make a big show of it, that you, that you, you, not just that you have this book, but you read it, you know, oh, you know, I, I, I learn from the best and I'm trying to go into really in-depth Bible study. And, you know, they make a big show of it. And this fringes, let's see what the fringes is about. Tassels. <laughs> That's all it says. Uh, I think also the tassels are meant to show a devotion. You know, um, let's see. So this tablecloth, uh, it's 
it's, it's actually a scarf and it's got tassels at the end. And I think um, in the Old Testament, they're supposed to have four tassels at the end of their garments uh, to show their devotion to God. And it became a position of status. So actually, the more um, higher ranking Jewish officials would have bigger tassels uh, than everyone else. So here they in, enlarge their tassels to show that how pious they are to God. And they love, you know, sitting in good places. But actually, you know, it's all a show. It's all a show. And Jesus says, please don't do this. Don't, don't have positions of, you know, different levels of positions in your church. You know, just because I guess it just, it's just pride. Uh, it's, it is an, I think that's why in a church like mine, you know, here in Cambridge, lots of professors, lots of doctor this, doctor that, professor this, professor that come to our church. Almost all of them, uh, I think in fact all of them just don't use those titles uh, because everyone would have a title. <laughs> but also I think it's because of this. I think for a spiritual reason that is just distracting. You know, uh, we almost want to call each other brother, we want to call each other, you know, a friend, uh, but also to recognize in the end, you know, we are all submitting to the same authority, to God, to Christ, to our Father who is in heaven. So, yeah, um, and, you know, just, just be careful of exalting yourself, especially in church, in the eyes of your brothers and your sisters. And then comes these, I, I don't know, I was counting, I, I thought there were seven, but I counted eight. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'll have to look at this closer again. But here are all these woes that Jesus pronounces upon them. And really, again, it's making it hard for people to come into the kingdom of God while making yourself seem as if you're already in. So, so here they devour widows' houses. You know, here they shut up the kingdom of God against men. You know, here they are blind guides. And again, the theme here is that they're leading people astray from God when their job is actually to lead them towards God. And again, you know, the temptation is to say, oh, it's those guys, it's those people. And I just want to caution us to think that this is possibly us if we ever get to that point of influence, to that position of power, that it is just in our hearts to want to make ourselves seem better by putting others down. And if ever, if ever you're in that position, you know, you just have to be so careful. I was, um, and I, I don't know how to make, what to make of this, but I heard uh, that the new president, uh, Biden, uh, he actually made his very first statement saying that if anyone talks down to someone else, kind of dismisses them, he will fire them on the spot. And already, I mean, that's, that's a really forceful way of enforcing this. Um, but uh, I think just that kind of seriousness that especially among God's people, not to, um, I don't know, just not to stand on your on ceremony, not to create all these positions of power such that, you know, in a church meeting council, you know, yeah, it's like a CEO sits in front, that's your pastor, and everyone sits in terms of seniority, and the pastor says, we are supposed to do this, and everyone just goes, yes, 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 just lots of yes men, and and if you're at the end of, end of the table, means you're the most junior, you're not meant to say anything at all, just be quiet and go, yes, 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 and you see that in like Japanese, Korean, Chinese dramas where the CEO walks in and he's the boss, and that's the Pharisees. That's the scribes because of their position, their intellect, and because of their piety. But as a result, they cause others, you know, to be swayed. 
you know, they're blind fools. They, they come up with all these silly, and that's the thing. It's just foolish. They come up with all these silly, silly rules about you can say this, you can, can't swear by that. And they just make it overly complicated for people who just want to be able to, you know, take God seriously, want to be faithful in the things that they say and the vows that they make before God. Um, this tithe, mint, deal, and cumin, uh, it's meant to be a joke. You know, Jesus does tell jokes in the Bible. I'm not sure if you realize that. It's meant to be how, you know, uh, like imagine if for Chinese people, you have Tao Yu, you know, soy sauce. Imagine you say 10% of the Tao Yu is for Jesus. <laughs> and said, oh, oh, that person must really, really be serious about giving everything to God. 10% of your income, but also 10% of everything else. 10% of my soy sauce, 10% of my, I don't know, MSG packet. If Yesterday I was eating mee goreng. Um, I bought Indomie. I bought, <laughs> bought a big uh, pack of Indomie and I was pouring in the Indomie packet and I was thinking, and actually I was, I was kind of like thinking of this verse. This verse brought, uh, made me think of that. And I was thinking, oh, what if I spread 10% of that MSG? Oh, that's for Jesus. I can't eat this. This is for Jesus. And then I bring it to church on Sunday and I put the MSG packet, I can put it inside the offering bag. That is how silly and how crazy and how over the top these people are. And they do this and then they ignore the bigger things, justice, mercy, and faith. It says, yeah, you, 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 you strain out the net, the small thing you will concentrate on, but you swallow a camel. <coughs> and I was listening to my pastor in Singapore talking about single issue Christians. And I think this is exactly it. You know, single issue Christians who just make the whole controversy of everything in church about that one thing. Which version of the Bible um, do you use? Or which kind of church do you go, go to? Or uh, which kind of, you know, preaching? Or which kind of songs do you sing? These kind of single issues that everything is about this single issue. And then bigger issues like just being, being just, being loving, you know, being faithful. And you know, that, that's okay, that's not important, but this single issue is everything that we, are, we stand for. And, you know, um, again, you know, it, it just shows how current this kind of warning is. You know, I just heard this illustration this morning listening to uh, my pastor preach back in Singapore. Uh, let's, let's move on very quickly. Let's just jump to the last one. Um, da, da, da. Let's see what else. Um, yeah, he, he says, you decorate the tombs of the righteous uh, and you say, oh, if we, were, if we were there, you know, we wouldn't have killed the prophets. And Jesus essentially said, you're kidding yourselves. You are just, you are exactly in the line of prophet killers. <laughs> and indeed, you know, they will kill Jesus. That, that's, that's why I'm looking forward to. But it's kind of like the people who look at, you know, um, other Christians and say, oh, you know, that person, you know, that did that horrible thing. I would never do that. And Jesus is saying, wow, really? You will be worse. <laughs> that, that's really serious. Sometimes, you know, um, the strongest people who condemn certain things, and we see this in King David, right? You remember with, when the prophet Nathan told him about the story about someone who stole away that little ewe lamb and, Jesus, and David went, oh, who did this? And Nathan said, you are the man. And sometimes it's our conscience that makes us go, oh, that person is so horrible. When actually inside, you know, hey, you know, I would do the exact same thing. Just no, no room for grace. 
no room for self-reflection and own self-sin <laughs> realization before God. And you know, you almost fill up the measure of your fathers. That means you, you, everything that they did, you, you complete in terms of their wickedness, their persecution, and their sin. Is that you are vipers? You know, who will, how will you escape from hell? Yeah, it's and yeah, quite quite serious, quite serious. Uh, there's also this talk about whitened tombs. Again, the idea of dressing something up that is despicable and un and unclean that by looks nice. You know, a tomb in Jewish culture, if you stepped on a tomb, means you got into contact with a dead body, and therefore you couldn't go to the temple, you couldn't worship God, you had to cleanse yourself. But the idea of a whitened tomb is that you cover it up, you you make it look nice, and uh, it, and and it, it looks it looks presentable, and so you people don't realize. That they've become unclean by coming into contact with you, yeah. Um, and at the end of it, um, Jesus, after all this condemnation, speaks to this city that does kill prophets, that does reject God, and still calls out to her. You know, call, calls out to uh, this city and says, "Why don't we repent? Why are you still doing this?" And so Jesus Himself shows the same kind of grace and mercy. Towards people whom he's just condemned, it's quite startling, uh, but it just shows how uh, merciful and how Jesus has come exactly to die for all these rebellious and stiff-necked and all these just stubborn people. But he really, really desires that we come back to him, and this is just so encouraging. I guess if ever we come to that point where we go, "Yep, you know what? Actually, yeah, I'm, I, I, I've done this." You know, I've 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 just you know misused my position. I've actually not taken God seriously enough. I've forced others to do so, but I myself haven't done that. If we were to do that, Jesus would welcome us. Jesus would embrace us as a mother hen embraces her chick. But as a but because they don't, you know, what or the only thing that's left is judgment, and the way in which. Uh, they will recognize that this really happens is when they say, "Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." This is when they finally see that Jesus arrives in in all His glory to bring both salvation, but also judgment, both both together. Yeah. Okay. So that's Matthew chapter twenty-three.